Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We are in the Gospel of Mark, chapter 1. We're going to look at verses 12 and 13 today out of Mark. And then the parallel passages, we're going to look at least one of them. Uh, This is so, so important for us, folks. So uh, make sure that you don't let a spirit of familiarity rob you of something here. Uh, These are accounts that we are familiar with what happened. But if you just pay attention to what the Word says, the small details, just read it slowly. You'll be amazed at what God will reveal to you. As a matter of fact, we have recently covered the Gospel of Matthew, and we went through some of these passages in Matthew. Okay, It's been several months ago now that we've done all this. But still, it's like, okay, when you read it again, it's like, I've never seen this before. So here's what Mark says about this. Mark chapter 1, verse 12 says this. Immediately, well, stop there. Immediately when? Remember what had just happened. Uh, Jesus had just been baptized, and the Father had just said, hey, you're my beloved Son, and in you I am well pleased. Then immediately, the Spirit impelled him, Jesus, to go into the wilderness. And he was in the wilderness 40 days being tempted by Satan. And he was with the wild beast, and the angels were ministering to him. A couple of interesting things here. He's with the wild beast. He's with the beast. Uh, That's talking about the wilderness, giving us insight into what the wilderness was. But it actually shows that Jesus wasn't alone, okay? That he wasn't alone the whole time. He had animals around him. And it says the angels were ministering to him. So Mark gives us a two-verse synopsis of what Matthew and Luke spent 11 and 13 verses covering. Uh, I want to look at the Luke passage primarily and just refer back to Matthew real quick. So here's what Luke said. Luke chapter 4, verse 1 says this. Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit. We saw in Mark that he was impelled by the Holy Spirit to go in the wilderness. Here Luke says he's full of the Holy Spirit. Matthew says that he was led up by the Spirit. So Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led around by the Spirit in the wilderness. Let me stop there. So Jesus is led by the Spirit in the wilderness. You know, often we refer to the children of Israel when they came out of Egypt. We call it their uh, wilderness wanderings, like they were wandering around lost and didn't know whether they were going to go up or down around. Uh, Nothing could be further from the truth. They moved when the Lord told them to do. And that's what Jesus is doing right here. He's moving when when the Father tells him to move. So he's being led by the Spirit around the wilderness. Verse 2 of Luke 4. For 40 days he was led around by the Spirit, being tempted by the devil. So Mark and Luke both sound like that he was tempted 40 days and 40 nights. But over Matthew it says, after he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he became hungry. Well, you reckon. And it says, and the tempter came and said to him. So that sort of connotes the idea that it's after this 40 days and 40 nights was over that he became hungry. And that's when the tempter came. It wouldn't surprise me if he was being tempted on and off, back and forth the entire 40 days and 40 nights. And then the ultimate temptation comes at the end right here. Okay. Back to Luke, verse 3. And the devil said to him, oh, notice here that the tempter is called the devil in Luke. The devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, tell this stone to become bread. And Jesus answered him, It is written, 
man shall not live on bread alone. So you probably already know this. You've heard this many times, but always be reminded of this, folks. Jesus responded with the word of God. If Jesus, as the word of God, responded with the written word of God, is it not important for us to do likewise? Is it not important for us to know the written word of God? (laughs) And I would say, yes, it is important, okay? Is it not important for us to apply that written word of God and respond that way? So Jesus says, hey, man shall not live by bread alone. So the devil tries again, and he led him up and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. How in the world could he lead him up somewhere to where he could see all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time? Well, you know, used to I thought, well, that must be a supernatural type of thing, something that even the the devil has the empowerment to do to where they could see everything in the world. I have since sort of changed my mind. Uh, Could it be that perhaps our concept of how the world actually is is incorrect? Now, I think that's probably what's going on right here, okay? But anyway, the, the devil shows him all the kingdoms of the world, and the devil said to him, I will give you this domain and its glory, for it's been handed over to me, and I give it to whomever I wish. And you say, well, what are you talking about? Has the earth been given over to Satan? Yep. All the domain, all the glory was given over to Satan. Well, why did God do that? Well, God didn't exactly do that. Adam and Eve did it. When they rebelled against God, they abdicated their role and their responsibility and literally gave it over to the devil, gave it over to Satan. Verse 7, therefore, Satan says, if you worship before me, it will all be yours. Jesus answered him, it is written, you shall worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Notice again, he's speaking forth the word of God. And most of what Jesus is saying here is out of Deuteronomy. Satan wises up a little bit, verse 9. And Satan, the devil, leads him to Jerusalem and had him stand on the pinnacle of the temple and said, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down for here. For it is written, and then Satan quotes the Bible back at Jesus. Satan quotes the 91st Psalm. He says, It is written, He will command his angels concerning you to guard you, and on their hands they will bear you up, so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Don't ever think that Satan will not quote the word of God to try to deceive you and try to twist things around and try to lead you astray. He did it with Jesus. He saw what Jesus did. He came back at him with the word of God. So Satan, who knows the word of God, quotes it right back at him. Okay? And Jesus answered and said to him, It is said, you shall not put the Lord your God to the test. You see what he's doing. Satan tries to come back at him using the same thing. And Jesus says, no, no, you're not to do this. I'm not going to do this. You're not going to do this. Well, Mark closes with this. When the devil had finished every temptation, (coughs) he left him until an opportune time. When was that opportune time? Likely in the Garden of Gethsemane on the night that Jesus was betrayed. Okay, likely then. But notice when he had finished every temptation, we have accounts of three temptations. Was Jesus tempted 40 days and 40 nights? Was he tempted every day during the daytime, every night during the nighttime? Are we not tempted like that? (laughs) Yeah, we are. Wouldn't surprise me if he underwent multitudes, multitudes of temptations. So then the enemy leaves him. Well, what happens then? Well, Mark's already told us that angels ministered to him. Well, when do they do that? Well, Matthew tells us that. 
last verse of the Matthew account. Then the devil left him, and behold, angels came and began to minister to him. The angels came and ministered to Jesus after the devil left him. After Jesus stood firm upon the word of God and resisted the enemy, what's the scripture tell us? Resist him and he will flee you. Jesus resisted him and he fled him. And the angels came to minister to him. Well, how do they minister to him? Well, what was his greatest immediate need at the moment? Yeah, absolutely. Food, food, drink, likely uh, fellowship at that time. Okay. But particularly the food and drink, the angels brought him what he needed. Don't be tempted, folks. Don't be surprised when we are tempted because we have been told point blank that we will be tempted in all sorts of ways because Jesus was. We'll be hated, et cetera, et cetera. But fear not, we're not abandoned. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye.